previously on the podcast that's called Roll Gay Roleplay. About how many pickle pogs would I need to go to the high roller area? Oh, high roller? You just need to know the password. If you don't have the password, you just have to play the games to get the password. Come on, Dr. Hambone. I believe in you. That was a perfect run by Moist Dream. Feta Stones comes in second, and Florida Hail comes in third. This is bullshit. And Edith stands up and drinks out of her coffee cup, and it says, Realm's Best Moist Dream, and she winks. Oh. Disgusting! <laughs> Hello, I think, you know what, we won quite a bit, um, and mm. we would like to go uh, to the High Roller Lounge. Do we need to go over there and tell them the password, or do we tell you? No, if you tell me, I'll let the uh, guards know that you're coming in. <clears throat> Mouthful. Didn't need to whisper it. Yeah. All right. Go through those curtains over there. Uh, I'll let the guards know you're coming in, and they'll uh, explain the game at the table. Good luck. I don't need luck. I got my mouth full. Okay. <laughs> oh, I hate this. <laughs> Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and there's no puzzle this time, but we're still gambling. Hi, my name is Katie, and that's the fastest I've ever solved a puzzle, and it's because I didn't help solve it. <laughs> uh, my name's Brandon, and my money's on Moist Dream. Wait, what, what were they called? <laughs> that was what? Yep. <laughs> my name is Tisha. And I play Edith Wins Thereafter, and I can solve your puzzle even quicker than that. Okay, okay. Um, is this yes. sex thing? <laughs> so threatening. It's, it's like a poem. It's open to interpretation. What's open? <laughs> Hi, this is Madeline Ashton. And do you know what they do to soft, bald, overweight Republicans in prison, Ernest? Anyone? What? Same thing they do to everything else. Try to take over the world. That's from Death Becomes Her. That's from Death Becomes Her. Oh. I was going to X-Men. <laughs> X. Oh, that's the movie we should watch. That's a great movie. I was at Pinky in the Brain. Death Becomes Her yeah, is amazing. That's not a bad movie. movie. And I want to watch it. Also, Moistream is a name. And yeah. I think, edit this out. I think I just gave away the winner by saying that. No, because this is our new episode. Yeah, it's past that. You're oh, right. okay, cool. But thank you for being so thoughtful. And dumb. <laughs> I think you're right, though. Moist Dream did win. Yes. <laughs> Brutal, Tisha. Sorry. Get him. And dumb. I'm sorry. That was stupid. <laughs> Speaking of stupid, what's our question? All right. Are we doing like, you want to do like favorite quarantine purchase or like the one quarantine purchase? You are fighting tooth and nail to not buy it. So what is that one purchase you just... You really want it, but you should not get it. I'll go first. Okay. So I have been struggling a lot with this, and I have failed it because there's two things. One is an Instapot, and I wound up getting it. So okay. I failed that. 
and I've used it twice <laughs> since I got it. I've had it for months. So bad, <laughs> bad purchase. Uh, the second half is an air fryer. And I just, oh man, I really want one. Can't your Instapot be an air fryer? Can't your Instapot be an air? Fuck you. <laughs> I want no counter space left in my apartment. <laughs> I have both of those and I use them. I use the Instapot more than I use the air fryer. I don't have an Instapot, but I do have an air fryer that I use. I don't have either because I'm poor. I don't have an Instapot, but I do have an air fryer. And like making pork belly on that thing is just everything. It's Ooh. It comes out so crisp and delicious and then moist and tasty. Oh, right. yeah, like, yeah. Uh, stop. I'm going to click complete order. <laughs> Fight it. Fight it. You can win this. Um, if I were to say, okay, A number one, I'm currently doing summer school. And they raised um, the summer school rate to $40 an hour. So I'm about to get some fat checks. Oh. So I don't have to, (laughs) all the things I'm about to purchase is because I earned it. So the things that I have been waiting to do because of this summer school um, is a KitchenAid guava glaze uh, stand mixer, the professional grade. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. That thing will last you forever. Yes. With all the attachments, because I also want to, I also like want to start making like noodles. Raviolis. Raviolis, yes. Uh, and like ramen noodles. Like, can you even? So, anyway. Oh. And then uh, the next one is a Vitamix blender. Mm hmm. Yeah, I want one of those. They don't come in guava glaze, so I'm just going to like stick it, like hide it so that it doesn't like disrupt my pink kitchen. And then the last one is I saw on Etsy these Barbie pink curtains that have twinkling lights sewed into them. So it looks like like a pink fantasy, you know, type type of tease. And I'm buying that, too. And it's going to go on my fairy wall in my guest room. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're we're it's it's material girl summer and we're living in a material world. I want pictures of your fairy wall when you get that completed. Okay, I can show you the fairy wall I've done in my bedroom. Yeah, so it looks like like you walk in. It's like a twinkling forest because there's like little butterflies and shit on it, too. It's so cute. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. That sounds adorable. We just needed, yeah, I just wanted to make my room gay. You know? Mm -hmm. And that's all I asked for. So who's next? I love how both of yours are food-related items, cooking-related items, because you're old bitches now, I guess. (laughs) What's going on? Does that make you feel better? (laughs) When I was younger, the only reason I wanted to get straight married was to get a KitchenAid mixer. Like... (laughs) I mean, sorry, I'm not pining for a sex swing, Tisha. <laughs> I'm not pining for a sex swing. Because I already I just have it a was, sex swing. I just thought I it was funny. Three. A sex jungle, idiot. Sorry, I interrupted somebody to be rude to uh, Jonathan and Brandon. So I apologize on both fronts. So, I mean, mine is an Oculus, like a whole VR headset set up. It, it's just mm. I've wanted it for a very long time, and I keep telling myself that when we finish our game room, then I can buy it. Uh, but finishing our game room involves putting down flooring that our dogs can't walk on, so I'm kind of stuck at that point. Putting down why can't your dogs walk on? Are they gonna like scratch it up? Is that what the problem is? No, we started putting it down, and they just slip and slide all over it. So it's we'd be putting it down just oh. to put more rugs on top of it when I, we right. picked it out because it looks really good. So. We did our hallway and our front room in it, but like our front room connects to our entire main floor. So it's just half done right now. 
because we have to give them somewhere to be able to get to our back door. I mean, you could just like give them little booties that have little grippies. Yeah. You know what I've done? I've bought. I want it. I've bought. (laughs) I've bought three yoga mats. Is what I've done and thrown them around the house. Nice. (laughs) I. (laughs) Yes, I love this idea. My hallways are just yoga mats. I don't have people over, so it doesn't matter. Yep. Yep. My rabbits are like that. Yeah. So yeah, Oculus. That's my. That's my wand. I'll go next. And the reason why I don't want any of those cooking things is because I've already purchased them because I am an old Ugh. bitch. So um, I mean, I stand. But <laughs> I I am really fighting buying a whole new computer setup to put together, like a new tower mm. and motherboard and CPU. I really, oh. really want it. And I have a reason for wanting it because my current cpu and motherboard can't handle streaming with video through obs to twitch uh and run the games that i want to run oh no yeah i know it's a bummer and i i also do have an oculus so i mean what you guys can just come (laughs) over to my house and borrow my stuff i'm not too far i might actually be there for real though it's a shame that like through twitch you can't do you like you can't do that yet because like the world can never like not yet experience gamer girl hinata san naruto xoxo and i just that's a really bad that's, that's so sad you're gonna have to lock down that handle soon because that is that's gonna Fire. be a popular good. that is a good one and then the other thing is i really want the lego marvel infinity gauntlet mm. it's 56 dollars, so it's kind of ridiculous for me to buy but i do want it and it's cheaper than a new computer computer so mm-hmm. oh my God. <laughs> by like like 50 yeah. cents <laughs> all the infinity stones for 50 dollars 55 why didn't they just wow. do that in the movie yeah <laughs> why is this really boring there's a new sailor moon x vans collection and i realized that you can't get men's clothes secondhand because guys just wear things until they fall apart wow. so i am just That's... fighting myself tooth and nail to drop not like not drop like two hundred dollars on shoes. <laughs> That's very true though. And clothes. And Sailor hats. moon shoes. Ooh, they got slides too. Mm-hmm. And some of their styles are vegan. If they're not made with like leather and stuff, they use like a vegan glue. Oh nice. So I'm like, oh, I can justify this to myself. <laughs> I'd be hurting the planet not to get it. <laughs> Right? <laughs> that uh, that you deserve it technique works way too well in sales sometimes. You get the right person and tell them that they deserve something. They're just like, here's my credit card. Oh, me. Oh, yeah. Me. You know what? You deserve this. You know what the fuck I do. Here. I'll take two. If I'm on the fence and someone's just like, but you're a fucking adult. Spend your money. I'm like, God, you're right. Like, what the fuck <laughs> am I thinking? <laughs> I don't know where the transition it's to that is. The transition. Uh Speaking of pickles, you know what? No, can can so from now on, can can Brandon do the transitions? Yeah, do it. Speaking of what we deserve, we have an episode to get to. No, wait, oh, you uh, missed an opportunity. Hey, God, uh, treat yourself. Fuck, <laughs> too much pressure. <laughs> uh, speaking of things you deserve, it's time for us to treat you to an episode. Yes. Ooh, Ooh yes. that's so good. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so I'm in charge of the transition. 
All right, well, who's in charge of remembering where we left off? The gays down the road. Oh, we got to the High Rollers Club. Yeah, we solved the puzzle. Yes. You were at the Pickle Spire Casino, and you played the games and figured out the puzzle uh, using the codes that I gave you way, way back in the season. And now you've made it to the High Rollers area. Oh, and Cherry lost an arm wrestling match, and her entire personality is now gone. So <laughs> she doesn't know what she is anymore. What is she supposed to do? So the four of you plus Prince three plus Miguel make your way into the high rollers area. You'll turn a corner and you'll see a large table in the center of the room. And there is a bar on the other side. There are four seats available at the table and there are four seats filled. Humphrey gets up out of Cherry's arms. I assume I've been in there this whole time. Yeah, you've been carried for a while. And goes to sit down at one of the chairs. Cleo sees that there is an empty chair next to Humphrey and then sits in Humphrey's lap. (laughs) Breaking their legs again? Why would you do this? My face is perfectly free. Uh, (laughs) 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 And I say, we must remember that we have Miguel and uh, Prince Three, my betrothed, here, and they will need seats themselves. Right, you can't sit on your husband's lap until... What, the 17th year? He's not my husband, I'm free. I I can get more seats if you need. I'm available for that. Or thank you. And then I um do a double twisting layout out of Humphrey's lap. Wow. Roll. Roll. Yeah, you got to roll for that, of course. Why? <laughs> okay. Bash your head Seven. on the table and bring it all down. <laughs> I'm taking this sucker down. I rolled a 17. Damn. Yeah, I think that's fine. The person that greeted you will bring over pew uh, pew water guns full of room temperature water and two seats so that everyone can have a seat at the table. At the table, there's an Azamar woman, very stoic looking. There is a half orc, and there's also a human there that you recognize. If this is Rory, I'm leaving. <laughs> Why would you say that? Is it Rory? <laughs> yeah, it is Rory. I'm leaving. <laughs> and there's a an, an older wood elf man at the table, and he'll be the one to greet you and say, Welcome, new players. Then you'll hear, Oh, I know all of you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the High Rollers at the Pickle Spire Casino. I'm Rory. Do you remember me? I remember all of you. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, R- Rory, are, how, how are you in here? I, oh, why are you here? I thought I would be the only one that came here. You know, I was just hanging out at the drag show that we were all at, and uh, you were in. And then I tried to leave the drag show, and on my way home, I was trying to get home to my house, and I went to the forest, and then all of a sudden, I ended up in a new forest. That's what happened to me. Wild. Why would you ask him questions? But, 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 Ro- I had to take a break, or I would have told you my whole story. Sometimes I have to breathe. Rory, you also found the clues to get here. Oh, yes. That's, I did find my clues. I learned to see my ciphers came in handy. They did. So, so okay. okay. Okay, Rory. How long have you been here at the High Rollers table? Oh, I've come here regularly now. I, I met a young man who I met in the forest. You see, I found a house in the forest that had that had was made of gingerbread, and it was part of a tree. And I thought, well, that's not ham, cheese, or tuna, but it's a tasty snack that I could little munch on. As I was approaching the house, I saw this young man come out of it, and he said, hey, don't, don't eat that. And I said, okay, I won't eat that. 
and then he told me about this place that I could stay and this gambling, so I followed him, and that's how I came to the Pickle Spire Casino and the High Rollers table with the ciphers that I gave you guys. I used those to get back here. Cleo puts his hand up, like, stop talking, and he looks around, and he says, is the person, is the person who brought you here, are they here at this moment? Oh, no. His name is Azazel. No, no. He stays over at Vermilion Ledge. That's also where I stay now. Uh, he stays there because it's a town where you can kind of do whatever you want. And it's supposed to be a great town, and it's been great for me so far. They have a lot of cheese shops there, too. Rory, thank you so much for all this pertinent information. So, um, who are the rest of our friends here at the table? And I uh, gesture to the person next to Rory. Oh, well, this here is Graham. He's one of the richest people here that's not royalty. He's a very wealthy man and knows a lot of people around here. And then that person over there, her name is Maria. Uh, the Asimar, she doesn't talk, but she talks in your head. So if you hear your own voice in your head say something that you weren't thinking, that might be her talking to you. That's cheating. Oh. Yeah, and I'll go ahead. You can introduce yourself. And the half-orc turns and says... Hi. What the fuck was that? That was <laughs> fucking Hogum. Hogum. My name is Hogum. Ho, ho, ho. Is Hogum in a Santa Claus outfit? Yes. How old is Hogum at this point? Because this is where I'm getting confused. Hogum is probably like late 20s, early 30s. So basically almost the same age. Okay, I'm asking, is Hogum barely that much older? Because our storyline is only that much older or because he like jumped dimensions or some bullshit with uh, the doctor? I, I think that you're asking questions that you wouldn't know the answer to. Wow. Way to skip out on storyline and make it connect. Okay, cool. Well, also keep in mind that Edith does have, has met Eve before or has uh, knows about Eve. So you can kind of know where you're at. Okay. H Hogum can do what he wants. He's got Anamik. He's got a sleigh, but is he carrying that sleigh on his back right now? No, that's parked outside. I do have the sled, though. Ah. So. <laughs> Rory will stop talking so that Graham can explain to you how to do, how to play the game. Because <laughs> that will take less time. Uh, yes, I'm Graham. Welcome to the High Rollers. I'm your first time here, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Here's how this works. We play mostly poker, but we also do side bets here. And we don't bother with coin and gold and pickled pogs or whatever the fuck they do here. We bet whatever we want each round. And it can be whatever you have. <laughs> See, we can show you how this works if you're not familiar with the game. And Graham will motion to the dealer, who will deal out cards to Rory, Hogum, Maria, and Graham. They each get two cards face down, and they look at them. For the players, Mark, this is when you'll roll 2d12. This is how you're going to play it. So as players, you're going to roll 2d12 and keep the numbers to yourself. That's going to be your hand. And then from there, I'm going to roll 3d12 for the group. It's going to be like Texas Hold'em, but instead of suits, we're just going to have numbers 1 through 12. So five of a kind will be the best hand. One pair will be the worst. I guess no pair is the worst, but the betting goes like this. So everyone gets their two cards. They're face down. Everyone looks at them. And then the dealer lays out three cards. And I'm going to roll them in D&D Beyond so you can all see the numbers. A 10, a 5, and an 11 get placed on the table. And Graham says, 
I'll bet 5% stake uh, in Melon Farms. Okay, I've got, here's what I've got to bet. I'm going to bet a wheel of white Stilton gold ch uh, cheese wheel. And I'm going to even throw in two cans of tuna. Maria tosses her cards inward and folds. And Hogum, knowing that there's a 10, 5, and 11 on the board, would you like to bet or fold? Hogum's going to fold. Okay. Uh, it's between Rory and Graham. They're both in it with their cheese wheel slash farm stakes bet. And another d12 is rolled. A two. And Rory says, I will check instead of betting. And Graham taps the table, checking as well. One more card gets laid down, and it's a three. So a 10, a 5, an 11, a 2, and a 3. Rory and Graham both check again, though they could bet if they wanted to. They turn over their cards, and Rory has two threes, and Graham has three twos. Graham takes it, the wheel of cheese, and the tuna. And Rory goes, ah, oh, that's a good cheese. I'm going to make sure you bet that again. I'm going to want to win that back. So are we saying that 5% of Melon Farms is equivalent to a wheel of cheese and two cans of tuna? Equivalence is subjective in this. Okay. It's if you're willing to accept the bet is how we're going to do it. Yeah. Gotcha. If it doesn't need to be actually equivalent, no. So for the next round, you can roll your 2d12 and keep the number to yourself. And I'll show you the rankings of this because it's slightly different than poker. Just because the odds are a little different with there not being suits. What if you don't have a single clue how to play poker? Same, 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 don't same. Worry. Okay. So the way it works is you're going to have two cards that are your cards and only you can use them. And then the dealer is going to lay out five cards, laying out three at once, then another, then another. And that way we have betting rounds. Your goal is to make the best five card hand using the five cards on the table and your two. So like Mark, for example, on the last hand, Mark rolled a two and a three. So he had a two and a three in his hand. Had he stayed in it, at the end, he would have had two pair. He'd have two twos and two threes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And yeah, if at any point you're confused, you do have your neighbors. I know Tisha and Brandon both know how to play, so they can All help right. you out. I got it now. And of course, you can converse with the players as you're playing the game. Talking during poker is sometimes uh, frowned upon, but I encourage it. Nice. Oh, dealer, I have a question. Yeah. You said that you don't deal with pickled chips and pogs, but you bet whatever you want, right? Mm hmm What if yeah. I want to bet pickled pogs? <laughs> I, technically, you can. Okay, great. I mean, don't we still have chips left over from the first area? Whatever you oh, won well, at each game, yeah. And we won a lot. Like Humphrey on... won 15 at Forearm Flex. At the roulette. Yeah, Edith won 80 at the roulette plus another 40 the at the reptile one. Cleo won 20 at three card money, and I don't know. Uh, Miguel has a handful of stuff too. Is Miguel playing this? Yeah, he's there. Why, why are we playing this? <laughs> what, what are we trying to get out of this? The magic cards. What the are you here cards. for? Don't we only win what the other people put up for a bet? Mm -hmm. let's let you know let's just play out the storyline okay. see what happens all right well i got these uh here weight fluctuation pills uh haven't found a use for them yet but maybe this is it there and edith throws her bottle of weight fluctuation pills in there nice okay go ahead and you can roll first before you have to bet there's no oh. um anteing in this game 
Okay. All right, everyone roll 2d12. Who is playing? I'm going to message mm-hmm. mine to Chris. Don't look at it, cheater. Okay. Part of this is if you guys can bluff me on something, too. I'm not going to know your numbers. That's encouragement to cheat. Okay. Has everyone rolled? Yes. Yep. The dealer will then lay down three cards. The first card laid down is a five. The second is another five. Okay. And the third is a seven. We have a five, a five, and a seven. Okay. Rory will say, oh, pair on the table. That scares me a little bit. And he'll fold. Next is Maria. She also folds. Hogum, would you like to bet something? Yeah. Uh, Hogum is going to bet a snow globe with a live snowman in it. <gasps> Ooh. Very nice. Spooky, spooky. Okay. Humphrey will ask you, would you like to bet something? I'm throwing in my pickle chips. Okay. 15 pickles. Well, <laughs> pieces of pickle, I guess. Okay. Edith? Yeah, uh, I'm going to fold here. Prince 3 will say, I will bet. And he'll take off his right shoe and go, my left shoe. Okay. Oh, God. He's stupid. <laughs> it's your husband. Right? <laughs> and then Miguel will give a little giggle and say, That's, I'm, I'm going to fold. <laughs> no offense, but I don't want your shoe. Lol. Then Cleo. Oh, okay, yeah, I am going to throw in uh, the air odorizer that I have. Mm, very nice. Graham is up next, and Graham will, you know what? I'll do the cheese wheel. Oh, I folded. <laughs> <laughs> And the two cans of, of tuna. I folded, so that means that I don't bet, right? Yes, perfect. So then only those who are left. Uh, the next card laid down is a three. So we now have two fives, a seven, and a three. Uh, betting starts again with, uh, let's see, Rory and Maria are already out. So Humphrey, you're the first to bet. Oh, Hogum, I'm sorry, not Humphrey, Hogum. What were the numbers on the table? Five, five, seven, and three. How are there four? There's going to be five in total. Oh. oh, I see what you're saying. But we have betting rounds in between. You can check at this point where you don't have to bet. So if everybody checks this round, then we just continue on. I'll check. Then Humphrey, want to check or bet? I'll knock. Three will say check. Cleo? Check means what? Check means no one raises. Check, yeah, check means that you don't want to bet anything, but you want to stay in the game. And as long as no one else bets, you can do that. Oh, okay. Check. And Graham will tap the table, signaling check to the dealer. And we move on to the last card. The dealer lays down a 10. On the table is two fives, a three, a seven, and a 10. We start with Hogum for betting. Would you like to bet or check? I check. Humphrey? Humphrey it starts ruffling through his bag. I don't really have a lot of shit. Uh, and pulls out clothes, comma, fine. I have <laughs> formal wear, I guess. <laughs> Okay. And kind of crumples all that onto his pile of wet pickles on the table. <laughs> okay. Three will then say, All right, I'll throw in my other left shoe. <laughs> Cleo, at this point we have uh, bets already, so you can either bet or fold. Cleo somehow got a cigarette in his hand and is smoking it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cleo is also going to bet. Okay. Uh, his nipple ball. Ah, okay. Then Graham, he'll dig in his bag, 
This is Golden Twine spun from Magic Hay, locally sourced. And he throws it in the middle. Oh, speaking of magic, you ever, uh, was there a, you ever play magic with the magic deck? Yes, I'm familiar with the game. Oh, what kind do you have on you right now? Do you have a magic deck on you? I do have a deck on me right now. I don't know that, I guess well, you'll see it when I bet it. Yeah, I've got a deck. Do you have a deck? Well, I don't know. You'll see it when I bet it, I guess. Mm, like that, yes. Uh, Hogum, it's back to you. I know you checked, but now everyone else has bet. So you can either bet or fold. Hogum's going to fold. All right, then everyone turn over your cards. Graham will turn over his cards and show that he has three fives. Oh, shit. Yes, he has a nine and a five. Can anyone beat three fives? No. No. I had a pair of fives, 12 high. What were your cards, Jonathan? I had two fives, four of a kind. Oh, shit. What? <laughs> My God. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay, then you won everything on that list. Golden Twine, uh, White Stilton Gold Cheddar Wheel, which is like a $1,400 wheel of cheese, by the way. Yay. <laughs> well, someone's cheating if we have five fives at the table. Yeah, that's why the statistics were a little bit different is because it's it's a random roll for everybody. So it's not exactly a deck of cards. Oh, oh so if, if you're bad take a picture at of it, math. Oh, no, you're not. We're not saying you cheated. We're just saying it's a weird. It doesn't quite line up to card poker. No, not at all. Um, yeah. And everything else that everyone. But I don't remember what it all is. I didn't write it down. So yeah, I got, yeah, I got cool. it. Lovely. Al, you seem like you're getting the hang of this. Let's uh, have some fun betting on this one, huh? Sounds awesome. Let's go. I'm ruined. I'll never recover from this. <laughs> All right. Next round. And just for, uh, just to flex, Graham will, before the cards are even dealt, throw in a deck of Magic the Gathering cards. Ooh. I'll just say, blind bet. Anyone else interested? Ooh. I am interested in this. That is always fun for me. I've got here a Jamon Iberico de Balata, and also it's, a, it's an expensive ham, and also I'll throw in a brick of American cheese. Wow. Did he call it Jamon? Yeah, yeah. Jamona. <laughs> Jamon Iberico de Balata. Also- uh, all right, I'll do, a, I'll do a blind bet, too. <laughs> oh, and yes. Edith. Edith throws in her weight fluctuation pills. Nice. Humphrey unbuttons a little bit of their shirt and pulls off one of their gumdrop buttons for their chest. Literally your flesh. <laughs> okay, girl. And puts it on the table. I have a question. Yes. I have three little rats on me. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to gamble your family? I'm not going to gamble my rats. I'm going to see if I can... If the rats can look at people's cards. If you can figure out a way for these rats to communicate that back to you. Little ear wiggles. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would say, yeah, how many ear wiggles and that would be an animal handling role, right? They'll tell what cards everybody That's has because they're just numbers. I think it would be a stealth role and an animal handling. Stealth to see if you get away with it. And then... Mm-hmm animal handling to see how you translate because i don't know how much communicating you've been trying to do with these rats can we assist cherry by like 
making my pigeons cause a ruckus for the security team. The rats go on the pigeon. Wait, wait, hang on. What I'm probably going to do is I'm pro- they're probably going to do a little wiggle. And what you're going to see is you're just going to see three little pink noses just pop out out of the, the head of my robe. And I'm going to make eye contact TM with Humphrey. Like, we need those cards. Oh. Is Humphrey picking up what I'm laying down? Uh, I'm going to do an insight check. Yeah, that sounds good. I got a 16. Oh, I think you'd notice oh, that. Do I get disadvantage on ability checks still? Am I exhausted? You rested. I think you were only one. Yeah, you were at two, and then Edith healed the second one. So you only have... It's a disadvantage on saving throws, I think. And I think it's saving and ability checks. And ability mm-hmm. checks, yeah. You're right. Okay, so, then, so yes. let's redo that. I got a seven. And no. <laughs> you're not... You're, you're just making eyes back at her. Like, just... Yeah, Humphrey keeps, like, checking his face because he thinks that <laughs> she's being like, you got something. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, anyone else placing a blind bet? You also can wait to roll your cards. So it, anyone that wants to get cards, I can do that now for you. Go ahead and roll your dice. Okay. Um, I, I went to do a bet as well. Oh, yeah, go for it. Thank you. Okay. And I'm going to do a... My fucking um, my, my, my ring of water walking. Oh. So I put it on the table. Okay. And I look over at, uh, what's his name, Graham? Yes. And I say, uh, yes, uh, this is the ring of water walking. It's very rare. Only certain people can have it. And, like, it's very exclusive. And, like, you probably wouldn't know about it. So, you know. Oh. Impressive. I, I look forward to winning that off of you. All right. Likewise. Hogan is going to bet the Seinfeld DVD box set. <laughs> nice, nice. Yep. Classic Seinfeld DVD box set. It wasn't Reba. You also have the Seinfeld box set. <laughs> yes. Weird. I mean, it may have been Kringles or it may have been Joyles. Cherry is going to pull out her pleather pink backpack from Animique. Mm. I'm assuming this isn't a material or color that's seen a lot here, though I can't really know. I'm mostly shuffling around so I can send my rats on a mission. Ah, very nice. So it's a stealth. Okay, go ahead and roll stealth while I draw the first three cards. And I'm going to do my... I'm gonna, should I roll my card, cards now? Yes, go ahead yes. and roll your cards if you have not. Nice, I got an 18. Shit. The dealer turns over two eights and a one for the start of your cards, of the... Uh, Groups cards. Nice. Everyone has already bet this round, so I don't think anyone's left to bet, right? Nope. Okay. Then we'll move on to the next one. Two eights and a one are already on the table. The dealer draws another card and a two. So right now they have two eights, a one, and a two. We can go around and bet. Is anyone going to bet this round as opposed to going in order? Is anyone going to bet this round? I'm waiting to see if Graham is going to bet. Interesting. Yeah, that seems blasphemous for poker. Well, you guys are all before everybody else. That's why I'm asking. Uh, yeah. I I'll, won't. I'll check. I'll check. I'll raise. I'll raise. Edith God will raise. Oh, okay. Well, I think that that means that uh, Mr. Santa Claus over there will have to fold because he, he checks everything twice, right? Checks twice. <laughs> okay. okay. Hysterical. And that's one... Hogan is going to throw his cards towards the dealer and fold. <laughs> I'll, I'll put my, uh, my sunglasses. No, they're just, they're prescription glasses <laughs> on the table. 
Okay. I think Humphrey's going to play it up like, a, oh, not your, not the special sunglasses of Jacob. Can I see if my rats can tell me anything? Oh, yeah. What, what was your stealth roll? 18. Okay. Who are your rats looking at? Who bet? Oh, good question. We all did. Um, so Maria has folded Miguel bet, uh, especially having the magic cards on the table. Miguel's all about this yeah. round. So mm-hmm. Miguel's betting actual gold, not even just pickle chips, just gold because he doesn't have anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, three folded and says, my feet are cold. <laughs> um, okay. And then Graham, yeah, Graham's also going to bet. He's going to put his 5% stake in Melon Farms back on the table. And Cleo is putting a vial of acid on the table. Mm. Rory will say, all right, I've got the perfect thing for that, Jamon Ibereca de Bellato. This is a bluefin tuna. Bluefin tuna, and I'll throw in some canned ham. Canned ham? Spam. Wow. Mixing it good with the bad. Uh, That's what Rory's doing. I'm really looking forward to winning this hand. Uh, all right. I do love me some melons. <laughs> okay. What's that mug say? Realm's luckiest gambler. Ah. Ah. Well, let's see if that's the case. We've got one more card to deal. And the dealer lays down a three. So on the table, you see eight, eight, one, two, three. Edith, you can start this round of betting if you want to. Otherwise, you can check. She puts her 120 pickle pogs on the table. All right. I'm all in. I'm all in on this. Ooh, woof. I am going to do the golden twine spun from Magic Hay. Very nice. That's right. You have a lot of stuff to work with now. I do. Then, yeah, I'm going to put down a couple gold pieces, like five. Humphrey leans over to, to Edith and goes, oh, if and when you win this hand, I could really use that gum trout back. <laughs> you got it, Bubba. Then everyone's in. And I think we have all the five cards. All right. Turn over your cards. Uh, Rory turns over two pair, eights and nines. Miguel turns over two pair, eights and twos. Uh, and Graham has three of a kind, eights. Damn it. What do the four of you have? I have two pair. Mm. Does not beat the three of a kind. Yeah, I have two pair and then one, two, three. But that, like, then, yeah. doesn't mean I anything. I have a ten and a one. Edith flips over two twos and says, read them and weep, suckers. Damn. Which means she got a full house. Yep. Beautifully done. You have everything to make a good ham, cheese, and tuna sandwich. All you need is bread. Oh, I got a gingerbread brother right here, so I think I'm good. And we'll be on our way, right, y'all? It was nice meeting everyone. Uh, (laughs) Hi, Hogum. Uh, nice to meet you. Don't give me coal again this year. Thanks. Bye. What? Bye. She just chance. grabs everything and runs and starts yep. walking out. Gone so soon? Oh no! Y'all have a magic item that looks like it's fit for a half gingerbread person. Oh, I know that someone here has a, some baking goods in his bag. Oh, okay. Let's not. We don't need to tell them everything. Stop. She tosses the gumball nipple to. <laughs> Humphrey. Thanks, my gumball nipple. <laughs> she tosses the magic cards to Miguel. There you go. We got your uh, got your cards back. Yes. I'm done. I- I'm out. I'm sitting out for the rest of the game. If y'all want to keep playing, that's fine. 
Thank you so much. And she's just she's just sitting there with everything just on her lap. She's holding it up with her her shirt top or shirt bottom. It's incredible. Miguel will uh, open up the deck and flip through them, close it again, and then shake the deck next to his ear. Hey, there are some cards missing here. This this isn't the whole deck. Oh, I took out the six that I really wanted. That's the rest of them. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you took out like the six best cards. I did. Are you going to bet them? Because I'll bet more. I saw the magic that was in them and turned it into something more useful. I destroyed the cards in the process, but stick around. I'll bet it next round. How's that? No. I mean, it's not even my cards. It's bullshit. Wait, it's not your cards? We came all this way to get cards that weren't even yours. Well, these are mine, but 54 of them, not the 60 that I wanted. Thor, I believe that we should stay here and get those six cards that have been transmogrified into a new item. Absolutely. So that at least you can have a memento. I agree. We must do the right thing for this young man. I plop his stupid fucking shoes on his lap. (laughs) Oh, ah, my feet will not be cold anymore. And he puts them on the wrong feet. Can't believe you married this chump. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Because the taser said so. Mm -hmm. Humphrey rips their gumdrop back off and throws it on the table. (laughs) All right. You you don't have to, Bubba, you don't have to bet with your gumdrops anymore. Here, take. And she literally hands him all of the tuna, the albacore, uh, the jamon, and the spam. You say it right. Uh, No, I won't. (laughs) The jamon and birico de bolada. I'm not going to do that. She owns it. She can call it whatever she wants. Yeah, it's mine. It's a ham on now. All right? Come on. I, do I see the ring of water walking on Edith? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're trying to give that to Humphrey, I, like, push it back into your hand. She Yeah, she, no, she put the ring of water walking. She's giving all of the, like, dead animals to Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Humphrey takes the okay. gumdrop back and blind bets the albacore. Or the bluefin, whatever it is. Bluefin, yes. Oh, you didn't say albacore? No. I've got white Stilton gold cheese and two cans of tuna. Yamon Erbarico de Balada and a brick of American. And then bluefin tuna and canned ham. Oh my god. That's too much. I can't, I cannot remember. White Stilton cheese. Mm-hmm. Cheddar cheese slices? Uh, American they, A block of American cheddar. Craft singles? Block of, <laughs> block of American cheddar. Mac and cheese. I just I just saw like a picture of uh, yellow cheese in my head, so I don't know. A block yeah. of American cheese. There's a cheese and tuna one. There's a ham and cheese one, and then there's a tuna and ham one. Uh, all right, all of that. Oh my god! There you go. There you go, Humphrey. All that stuff that he just said. <laughs> Great. I wrote down all of it. Aren't you glad I came back here? Then we'll go ahead and roll whoever's playing. Get your first two cards, and while you're doing that, I will have the dealer. Yeah, Cherry lost five gold pieces. She's no longer no longer interested in playing. That's fair. But the you're due for a win. Eh? But it's math, and I don't like doing math. On the table, there is a nine, a 12, and an eight. Go ahead, yeah. Go ahead and roll anyone that has not, and then we will start placing our bets. So you said a nine, a 12, and an eight? Yes. Okay. As you all are rolling, Graham will be the first to bet. 
as promised, here's what I made. And he dicks his hand. He dicks his hand? Goodness. <laughs> Hot. He digs his hand into his bag and then looks everybody in the eyes, slowly making his eyes around the table and swiftly pulls out a whisk. Dang. Uh, the whisk has a wooden handle and six metal loops in it. Each loop is a different color, though. I took the magic from the cards and put it into this whisk. Oh no, the heart of the cards! And he puts it on the table. I don't like that my magic item is made out of magic cards. <laughs> You're welcome. It's very on brand for you, nerd ass. I fucking hate magic. <laughs> when I got that question in the Discord about what's the, what the deck is, I was like, I can't tell a fucking magic card to you. Couldn't guess one. Yeah. Eleanor one. Mana. Black Lotus. Uh, that's I, always the joke what I use. Uh, yeah, so Graham bet his magic whisk. Humphrey, you'd be next. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Hogum, would you like to bet or fold? There's a 9, a 12, and an 8 on the table. Hogum is going to bet an unlabeled bottle of potion from Vixen's collection. If you remember from season 2, 1? Yes. No. Little reindeer game. Oh, yeah. All right, then Humphrey, now that you're up, would you like to bet or fold? Humphrey grabs a, a blockhead cheddar cheese and mm-hmm. it on the table. Okay. I feel like a block of cheddar isn't that expensive. Well, the, the, the block came with the really expensive ham. That's why they were. That's why Rory was doing that. Oh, okay. There's one really expensive piece and one cheap piece to be like, I'm not going to give you the perfect ham, cheese, and tuna, but I'm going to give you a taste of it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so withholding. Is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a playing card set. And mm. I say, well, I also have some cards. I don't think they're magic, but they're cards nonetheless. And I'm magical, so basically the same thing. And then I um, finesse them onto the center of the table. Very nice. And uh, then Prince Three will say, I bet my shirt! Takes off his shirt, throws it on the table. Oh my god. Um, Cleo looks at his chest. Is there anything there? Yeah, it's a hairy chest. It's, he's got pecs, yeah. Okay. All Is right, there so... anything there? Yes, tits. Just huge, huge, <laughs> huge tits. No, I meant like, 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 it's, like, is he a prince that adventures or is he a prince that just sits on his throne? Oh, well, there's no, like, battle scars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cleo sees the bare exposed chest and gives it, like, a quick little swipe. He <laughs> <laughs> calls it good luck. <laughs> Miguel mouth agape kind of staring at the prince he goes oh um, i'm sorry um i don't have a, i don't have a good fold sorry fold i am out of all of my good ingredients you know what i do have though this loaf of sourdough bread that you can make a ham cheese and tuna sandwich with and rory bets his bread i hope someone gets a good dinner i think that's everyone right yes okay the dealer collects the bets and lays down another card. This time, it's a five. Mmm. Rory says. <laughs> Great. Yeah, you look up and he's already started to eat the bread that he bet. Okay. I am hungry. Controversial opinion, sourdough bread is gross. Hot take. Yeah, Humphrey, would you like to bet this round? Graham checks first. Uh, I'll check. Okay. Hogum? I'll check. Cleo. 
check. And Rory checks. And three checks. I feel like Rory gets taken out because he's eaten his bet. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> I'm hungry. You could share that yambon with me. Look what you've done. You could share the jamon. Oh, you gotta say the whole name. Jamona Bereka da Balada. Okay, I'm done. Are we? <laughs> yes. All right. Everyone checks. The dealer lays down one last card, and it is a nine. So now we have nine, twelve, eight, five, nine. Uh, Rory, three, and Graham will all check this round. We go around the table and check, I'm assuming? Check. Yes. Check. Okay. Uh, then they turn over their cards. Rory reveals a pair of fives. Graham reveals a pair of eights and a pair of nines. So two pair. Three says, pair of nines! Uh, he had a three and an eleven. Absolutely useless. Uh, I also have a pair of eights and a pair of nines. And the highest Ooh. card is on the table, so I think it's a split pot if that's the winning. It would be, but what do you have, Cleo? Thank you. I have a pair of nines and a pair of twelves. <gasps> highest two pair wins it. Cleo takes home everything from the pot. Again. <laughs> Didn't you say you don't know how to play poker? I mean, I was about to, I was about to be Flora. I was going to bet Flora and Prada. <laughs> oh my god. Because who cares? It's just things. Incredible. Oh, wait, so on the flop, you had two pairs. Like, as soon as the first. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. So, I, yeah, that's all I was, I, was, I was trying to push for something else. Well, Cleo takes it all, and uh, Graham will say, Well, it's not often I lose this many times in a row. I think I'm calling it a night, everyone. Uh, enjoy the deck, the cards, and your new whisk. Uh, but if you do not like it, feel free to come back and bet it again. Yeah, it's the problem with uh, high whisk, high reward games. Yes, I'm definitely leaving now. Okay, bye. I'll see you next time here. Bye-bye, Graham. Silently, Maria the Asimar gets up and walks out as well. I forgot she was here. Did she even bet? Uh, she folded every time. <laughs> Poor Maria. That was the character I had ready. Yeah, Jarelle. I uh, give three back his shirt, but it's going to be like so awkward because like my hand is just like stuck to his chest as I put the shirt over his head. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to give... Well, do I know that the whisk is for Humphrey? I mean, if you want to investigate it, I might be able to tell you something about it. Okay, so yeah, I give Edith back all the food that Humphrey bet. (laughs) (laughs) All the food she didn't want. And then I look at the whisk and I say, Avada Kedavra. And does anything happen? No. Oh, you killed Humphrey. I didn't point it at anybody. But you do have the right idea with it. As you're looking at it, the whisk is a peculiar looking whisk with a sturdy wooden handle and a series of six wired loops joined at the end, each a different color. Uh, You do get the feeling that this is not just a normal cooking utensil, though. As you're turning it around and investigating it, Cleo, you see at the base of the handle, there is a carved gingerbread person like an outline of a gingerbread person on the bottom. Okay. It looks like I can take this apart and study it. I'm free. Isn't it so cool? It seems that Graham probably knew that there were other gingerbread people here. 
because there's a gingerbread on the handle of this whisk, this magical whisk. Oh, yeah, maybe it's tied to the fairy godmother. If you destroy it, you could maybe learn something about her. You think so? Well, uh, her place is surrounded by gingerbread people. I think you're correct. So I'm going to hold on to the whisk. Ooh. Okay. I mean, you did win it, so. I think Humphrey grabs the, like, a block of cheese and says, what do you say? Y'all ready to cheese it? (laughs) Directly to jail. Go directly (laughs) to jail. Yeah, let's, let's get out of here. Edith hands Cherry back five gold. Aw, thank you. I look over at Miguel and I say, I am sorry, glad that we were able to commit good deeds and help you get your cards back. I also believe this whisk holds the essence of your six cards. So, and I look over at Edith and I say, because we're doing good deeds, Edith, look at me. Doing good deeds. I believe that yours should have your whisk back. Oh, actually, I appreciate that a lot. I mean, it's not really useful to me anymore, but I actually would prefer one of you have it. I mean, you got me out of my awful situation, and I feel like there should be a reward for killing that awful woman that made me call her mother. Not Well, I mean... We all did this out of the kindness of our hearts, right, right, Cleo? Yes. So why don't, how about we keep the whisk, but here's a whole bunch of fish and fish products, as well as some Dilton cheese. Well, what are the uh, fish products? Are the fish products the cheese and the... The cans of tuna. The ham? cans oh, of tuna. Okay. And also here is a Spanish ham. There you go. Uh, you might like that. Uh, just don't touch it and then touch your cards. You'll get them sticky or greasy or something. Oh, oh yeah. Good call. Thanks. C- can he pronounce that? Does he speak Spahamish? <sighs> oh, my God. He- oh. Does Bad. he speak Spahamish? <laughs> I don't even try. Yamon, how do you say it? Can you say it for me and then I'll try? I feel uh, like well... I, I can't, I don't know exactly what um, Buddy back there called it, but it's Hamon. Hamon. You can just say. Yeah, hamon. I can say yeah. Hamon. I can do that. And I can eat it right. too. I appreciate that. Uh, I, You're welcome. I don't, I don't want to be a bother. Would any of you know a place I could stay? I don't really want to go back to that house with the bodies that we did just, just leave there. Well, lucky for you, we got a prince here. Ah, so, yes. Uh, I have many places that you can stay i will find you can stay ebony north at my stay at the castle i'll give you there's a really nice house down at the the base right past the blizzard but there's like a shitty house and then there's a really nice one but you could stay there you just gotta sign the guest book nonsense not that house with my brothers i would never send him there if that is what you will do to him i will take him back to the castle myself as a good deed of being a prince yeah, being a prince that owns all of this property and collects taxes from the people that live here, and this is a constituent that is in need. So how very kind of you to offer him a place to live. Drag the fuck out of him. You're speaking to me like you pay taxes here. <laughs> oh. oh, wait, so now all of a sudden, <laughs> Mr. Fucking Two Left Shoes got mouth. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so here's the thing is uh, I don't pay taxes uh, to you because I don't like how this kingdom is run. Now, if it was a collective, uh, I might be down for that. I would happily pay taxes, but people here live in fear and in danger. I don't think these taxes are being put to good use for the people who pay them. Yeah, they're living in fear of missing a good time. Now let's head to that wedding. Yes, the wedding. I would get back and and find a place for this young man to stay, is what I will do. Vamanos. Hi, nice to meet you. So I would meet you at the wedding? Yes. Uh, and Cleo, like, uh, sticks his hand up Prince Three's shirt and just, like, holds onto his chest hair. Ah, <laughs> that startled me. As Prince Three and Miguel... I guess Prince Three and Miguel can leave at this point, and Miguel will say, thanks again for all your help. I really appreciate it, and I hopefully I'll see you again at the wedding, yeah? I'll meet you there, and we'll hang out and, I don't know, do wedding stuff. I'll dance with you guys. Sounds great. Cleo, can you make me a, a perception check? Got it. Cool. 22. Oh, hell. Then, as Prince Three is leaving, he taps Cherry on the shoulder and leans over to her and tries to whisper. How, how accurate is your soulmate finder? Oh, at, at least 80%. <laughs> is there any way I could use it? To cheat, uh, my friend? No, no. <laughs> I just want to take it with me and, and make sure my father's a good match for that woman. Prove to him that they're not. Okay, I'd love to see the king tase his new wife. Take the batteries out. I want to see the king tase his new wife. <laughs> no, I don't we, think that's what he's... He, that's not what he's doing. I... We don't want them to get married. Oh! Okay, okay. Can I do an inside check? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I have advantage on inside checks. So that is a 21 and that is a 16. Uh, he's definitely interested in, in using the item, but... He can, you think he's lying. Right. Uh, I walk over to Prince Three, and then I walk over to Gil, and I put their hands into each other's hands. Oh. Interesting. Prince Three and Miguel's eyes will look at their hands and then look at each other. Silence fills the room. <laughs> and then Rory will go, <coughs> Sorry, I was choking on my sourdough bread. Hot. Is it possible to have two soulmates? Something I've never considered. Yeah. I, uh, so while I don't believe that uh, multiple partners is possible and true love may know more than one face, I don't believe that this is true love and I'm going to cheer for both of them. Oh, uh, I, I mean, this is way better than my cards. Are you, are you sure? Because do you see him? I do it. And I take like one more swipe at his chest. <laughs> Prince Rubio declined. <laughs> and then he'll grab Miguel's hand and throw it into his shirt and put it on his chest and say, approved. Great. Well, this was wonderful. Uh, don't forget both your left shoes. Uh, we'll see you at the wedding. Yes, I will not forget any of you. We will stop this wedding together. Me and my new betrothed. Oh, we can just date. We don't have to 
We're going to have to get married right now. And Miguel and Prince Three will leave the Pickle Spire Casino. And we'll stop the episode there. And that way we can think about what you're going to do next. Nice. So well done. Y'all played poker very well. We did it. Yay. Yeah, and now Humphrey kind of has a magic item. Humphrey's never getting that whisk. It's a shame. (laughs) I think I'm just going to send Jonathan what it is as opposed to telling all of you. Okay. So we'll tune in next time and we'll see what this whisk is all about and what we're doing next. I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. I'm Brandon, and I'm here to uh, best best whiskers to all of you listeners. Mm, okay. Whiskers. Well, my name's Katie, and I'm not a furry. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Yet. I'm Roxy Andrews, and I'm here to make it clear. I know you love me, baby. That's why you brought me here. Yes. Was a bitch on season five, but now I'm going to make it right. I'm gonna show you what I can do. Something about the boys go crazy. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. 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 Bus stop. Oh. RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti.